Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Before all of that, though, you heard Eamon mention it a few moments ago, this um, recommendation that there should be a significant significant reduction in what can be inherited from parents because currently children can inherit up to €335,000 tax-free from a parent and then the rate is at 33%. And a lot of discussion around this today. There's been loads of analysis on on Breakfast and on Pat Kenny with Anton too. But I just want to hear your views on it. I mean, like if you're a parent and you're currently maybe doing up a will or you're thinking about inheritance for your children and if you are somebody who you know has is is likely to be affected by this as um, as a child look do get in touch with us today because i want to hear your views on these reductions 1800 is the number Rose, rosemary mcdonough is from the ifa farm business committee and rosemary is with us on the program because rosemary how would the inheritance tax um changes that are being recommended how would they affect farm families um, hello, Andrea. How are you? And uh, thank you very much for speaking. Um, yes, so I'm Rosemary McDonough from the um, Farm Business Committee and IFA. And I mean, yes, they would affect farm families um, greatly. We would be um, very much opposed to any changes in the uh, level of the relief, I would say, from parent to child. And also there is an agricultural relief there as well, Um which it has been mentioned. Now, first of all, um, I should preface this by saying that these are all leaked proposals. Mm. The full report will not be out until Wednesday. So I suppose we really do need to wait and see what will emerge on Wednesday. But from the the many leaks that have come over the last couple of weeks, it would be very, very concerning um, over some of the points that are being mentioned in it. And as you said there, the relief from parent to child is one that has been mentioned and the agricultural relief is the other one that um, it's well, where farms are being passed on to the next generation in a, in a timely manner in the lifetime transfers. And this would place a absolutely massive burden. Okay. So what is that proposed uh, change farmer. at the moment, Rosemary, from the leaked proposals that you've been looking at? Well, there is a 90% agricultural relief there at the moment. And there's talks that that would be changed to or what has been proposed, the leak that's been proposed is that, um, or the leak that's been mentioned and that the proposal is coming through, mm. that it would be um, down to 80% and that that would place a, it would be punitive on farm families. It would place a huge tax burden at a time really when, you know, the young farmer who's actually taking over the family farm would want um, to invest in the farm and in the farm enterprise and try and grow the business because, um, I mean, by and large, there would be an opportunity there when some young farmer would come in to take over that they would um, like to, you know, improve the business, grow the business and, you know, do more for themselves. So having a, a tax burden at that time would be, you know, a, a huge burden on on the um Next generation. Okay. Eddie Punch is the General Secretary of the Irish Cattle and Sheep Farmers Association, and Eddie is joining us too, Rosemary. Would that, like, if that 80% reduction, if that's changed and brought to, reduced to 80%, Eddie, would that not still exclude the majority of farms? No, that would actually bring a lot of farmers into it. And, you know, I, I think we, from an ICSA point of view, would be absolutely horrified at. The, combina- the combination of the two proposals, but the 80%, the 90% going to 80% would be in practice absolutely disastrous 
for handing on to the next generation of farmers. And look, as we live in a country where our government puts a lot of effort into a very favourable tax regime for uh, foreign direct investment, for large multinationals in the big tech and the big pharma sectors, and that's understandable because they see it as important to you know the economy, uh, certainly in the cities. But all of these family farms are absolutely vital to the economy in every community right across Ireland. And it is absolutely, in my view, shocking that we would talk about this kind of a punitive tax attack on transferring the family farm from one generation to the next, you know, in a world where we really, really defend the importance of favourable tax regime for, for economic activity. In the so city. do you see it as a double hit then, Eddie? Yeah, it, it is a double hit. But, but you know, it's, it's really critical to understand that if... If a farmer wants to transfer to the next generation and he has a daughter who wants to take over the farm, uh, the, the proposed changes here, we are talking about potentially t- uh, you know, a tax hit in a lot of cases. It could be in, in the order of six figures if you do the two things together. Uh, it is because we have these two, the, the 90% agriculture relief and a reasonable, although we think too low, um, capital acquisitions tax threshold that on average family farms can be transferred to the next generation without a huge burden of tax. If you put a huge burden of tax, you're you're essentially telling the next generation, the girl who wants to take over that farm, uh, we don't want you taking over, you can go away and work at something else. Uh, And at a time where we need young farmers to, you know, continue to work in underpinning 15.2 billion worth of agri-food exports, because without farm families, you don't have those exports. It is the largest manufacturing indigenous sector in Ireland. And, you know, if we don't have the next generation able to take over without a huge burden of taxation, you put all of that at risk. And it's also at a time, by the way, where people want farmers to invest in climate change um, Mm. measures to become all the more efficient. But if you make people pay a huge tax burden the day they take over the farm, you can, you're essentially writing off any chance of them having any cash to, to reinvest in making the farm more efficient and more sustainable. So any government that would do this, in, in our view, are being absolutely reckless. And I think every political party should stand up very quickly and say where it stands on this issue okay. because this what, is major. What about the whole argument then, Rosemary, around parental wealth and the transfer um, intergenerationally to, to, to children? And I mean, it, it gives kids who are inheriting and receiving above and beyond the, the threshold um, of 335,000 an unfair advantage. Well, if you look back to um, that threshold was previously um, 542,000 We'll say 544, I think, was Mm. the figure back in the day. So, I mean, after the downturn, it was reduced. But, I mean, if you look at the price of houses and the way inflation has come into it, um, that, in all honesty, um, they have well exceeded those values so that there is a a huge case there. And we would have been lobbying for this over the years. And there was a commitment in the government that it would be raised gradually back up to in line with the 500,000 plus and I mean, there were, again, you talked about leaked proposals. I know I read something last week where there was a comment that um, they really it needs to get back up nearer the five hundred thousand and plus to able to uh, to allow um, you know families to be able to uh, would you know inherit the house for um, without a tax burden. And if you look at um, land, 
um, in all the the value of land far far exceeds the income that's generated mm, from it. Yeah. So that I mean, the farmers are in families for many many generations. I, know, I yeah. mean, if families look back over the years, there it has been in the family for many generations. Farmers look at it as um, you know, it's it's the business. They continue the business. And they, they pass it on to the next generation. You know, they never look at it from the point of view of the wealth that's tied up in it. It's always, you're the custodian of it while you're there. You do the best you can with it. You make it, you know, um, an income promise. And the contribution, I totally agree with um, in, the, in the previous conversation there about the um, local economy, the rural economy, rural Ireland, and what it does for that whole, you okay. know, huge, significant part of the country. But that um, it spins into the towns, the villages, the spin-off. I mean, the, the spin-off from farming far exceeds the spin-off okay. from, from other... J- just on asking people whether or not you think, and look, I want to chat to people. I'd love to just hear from callers today, like... Every you know the, the inheritance tax is something that everybody is going to have to, uh, to to look at, and it's going to be hugely controversial as well in the coming years if this does come in. This texter says um, on the topic of inheritance tax, it's money that's already been taxed. As a working parent, the idea of higher taxes it's so um, it totally disincentivizes people. Where is the incentive to go and work and to stay at work if people who work hard then um, they aren't being rewarded and can't leave their money to their children? According to this texter, five three one zero six is the number. Stay with us, though, Rosemary and Eddie. Um, Evie is on the line as well. What's your view on this from uh, from reading these leaked proposals today? Um, it, well, it's, it's hugely concerning. Um, you know, I'm a woman with a disability. I have a lifelong uh, condition. Both my children have inherited my condition as well. Um, and, you know, there are thousands of parents out there who sacrifice and scrimp and save uh, in order to provide uh, a comfortable life for their children with disabilities. And not just to, like, People with disabilities, 70% of us are unemployed. Um, and, you know, we can only get 50,000 um, before that starts affecting our disability payments, etc. And so these um, these inheritance payments um, could often be the only way out of poverty for many of us. Um, and, you know, like I said, parents scrimp and save uh, to try and provide this kind of nest egg for their disabled children for when they're gone. Um, and it's not just disabled people, like young people, this could sadly be the only way they can get on the property ladder as well. Um, and to to see it being, the talk of it being reduced down to the same levels as uh, distant relatives and things like that, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy because, um, you know, like I said, this is, uh, you know, unfor- it's unfortunate circumstances that a parent has to die, but a lot of times this is the only way people with disabilities can you know, have a, a comfortable life like most other people, you know. On the text coming in, Evie, from listeners who say, like, when, when you have somebody who inherits money from um, a deceased parent, it gives them an unfair advantage when they're in the property market trying to look at purchasing a house. Why should we continue to have this situation? Well, I suppose, they, I mean, they're, you have to look at, like, individual, I suppose, cases. Because, I mean, anybody who's, like, obviously very, very wealthy, um, and doesn't need, uh, you know, a huge chunk of money. Um, you know, it's very different to somebody, let's say, like me, uh, who's, you know, l- have a, has a lifelong disability, uh, who has children with the same conditions. Um, you know, like I said, that that money um, 
would would make our lives a bit more comfortable. Mm. Um, obviously, I I I am somebody who doesn't believe that you know wealth uh, should be you know hogged by you know the few percent of people. Um, but it really has to be looked at in, uh, as an individual based thing. And I didn't even realise how much this would affect um, small family farms. Well, like I live in yeah. rural Ireland and, okay. um, you know, I really feel for them um, and that's been really eye-opening. Yeah. So it's going to affect so many people. Well, you see, the, the, the reality is though, and, and I totally take your point and absolutely look all of the texts coming in, the majority of them talking about people that are in, you know, multi-millionaires, huge houses, a lot of yeah. money tied up in these big properties. But mm-hmm. actually, when, when you break it down, you look at like the, a huge proportion of people living in, in Dublin, in Cork, in Galway, in big city areas. A lot of people are going to be affected by this just purely in the base of the, of the price that their mm-hmm. house is worth and the value of their property. And a lot yeah. of these are modest homes. Like we're not talking about these, you know, six, seven beds, ensuite no, houses like and tennis and courts. And, houses, no, like we're talking Dublin, about... Yeah. Like I was looking at some of the examples. Um, we're just looking at the house prices that were sold like you look around we'll say D2 in Dublin which would be right in the city centre um, of Dublin houses there the average asking price up to last year 389,000 so yeah. there's somebody affected there now by 59,000 euro yeah, to pay 33% tax their parents only paid about 100,000 for it at the time like you know or even less um, it's, it's the same here like yeah. I'm based in Clonakilty and some of the houses that were up for sale 10 years ago, you know, we're 100 grand, there are now 300 and something. And a lot of uh, people who are inheriting are going, we're just going to have to sell the house because they can't afford the tax. You know. Yeah. John has texted in. He says, are they trying to drive the remaining young people to emigrate? I worked yeah. for 45 years paying tax. I've paid stamp duty on my house. I've paid the property tax since it started. Their inheritance is the only way my kids can afford to buy a house in the future. Please let the politicians declare their stance on this. Yeah, that would be certainly an interesting yeah. exercise, John, for sure. Tommy is with us on the line as well. Um, Tommy, what's your view on whether or not there should be a reduction in the amount of money parents can leave their kids? Hi, Andre. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday about this, and her her uncle had left her a house, a, a little two-bedroomed house in need of work, all the rest of it. And they decided that her inheritance tax would be 100000 which, of course, she doesn't have. She's yeah. renting at the minute. So she can't move in there, and uh, she can't sell it. Until she pays that tax, and it's a hundred thousand the so tax bill, helps. is it, Tommy? It, I'm sorry. That, sorry, did you say a one hundred thousand euro was the tax bill? Is that what you said? I can barely hear you, Andre. Yeah, I, I just. But I'll just say, just to say that um, <clears throat> it's a catch twenty-two. She can't move in. She doesn't have that kind of money, and uh, she can't sell it, and you know, just pay off the tax or whatever. There's some kind of rule there. And uh, that house will just become derelict. And nobody will, will benefit from it. So in actual fact, when somebody leaves you a house, they're leaving you a, a millstone around your neck. Yeah. Can you hear me okay, Tommy? Just barely now, Andrea. 
Yeah. I don't know what my old phone is probably bunched. Okay. We'll try. Let us try and reconnect with you there, Tommy. So, um, and see if we can try and improve the line. This texter has got in touch as well. She says, I'm absolutely fed up with these proposals. I'm fed up with this country doing everything it can to penalise and to disincentivise anybody in this country trying to get ahead. We've the most progressive income tax system in, in the EU. Last time house prices were this high, the threshold was for over 500,000. I think it was 540, was it? And the tax rate was at 22%. They've done nothing to raise it in years, even as the house price has climbed, and now they want to actually reduce the threshold, probably increase the rate. Uh, this is according to Marie. Uh, 53106 is the number if you want to get in contact with us today, because I do just want to hear like from people today. What's your view on this? I mean, would would leaving your house, the family home, to your children mean that they'd actually have to end up selling it just to pay the tax bill on it? Uh, 53106 is the number if you want to join us here on Lunchtime Life. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. The other thing we were talking about a few moments ago was um, these proposals uh, the, about the reduction in the amount of money that parents can leave their children tax free. This is under inheritance tax and this recommendation that has been made. And there's a lot of people getting in touch with us actually in the text line about this. But maybe before I go to some of the messages, Siobhan is on the line. Um, Siobhan, what's your view on this? Should there be a substantial reduction? Uh, in inheritance? Yeah. Tax? No, absolutely not. I'm actually of the opinion that there should no, be no inheritance tax. At all? At all. Yes, but why should our children have to pay taxes on the work that we've done, that we've already paid taxes on, and then they're penalised for being left to house or whatever? I, I think it's absolutely wrong. And what, around, what about the, the argument around the you know intergenerational wealth? that we then have and the, the unfair advantage given to people um, maybe receiving deposits for houses from kind of the bank of mum and dad and that this is pushing up house prices when yeah. people are in bidding wars. Well, that is completely separate to actually me working for 45 years paying for a house, paying taxes and then having a property that I can leave my children to make their life a little bit easier than maybe I had, which is what my parents did having left school at the age of 12 and worked their entire lives to be able to leave us a tiny little bit. And now we're trying to improve our children's lot and then they get um, slices with these huge inheritance taxes. It's not right. Mm. Is it something, Siobhan, that as a parent, like, does it worry you? Well, I mean, our property between three children is probably not going to invoke that much inheritance tax. But I know people who have lived in their houses all their lives and then their parents die and they're left this house, which they've lived in all their lives, but they can't afford to keep it because now they've got to pay huge inheritance tax. I don't see how that's fair. Well, there is some relief, though, um, in instances where you have, if the children has lived in the family home all of their life, and if a parent has died, I think can't they? If they have lived in it for up to six years, I think following the um... well, the, the point then that that other chap made about his um, friend or whoever it was got left, his daughter got left the house, yeah, and it needed a bit of work, and she would have had to pay a hundred thousand pounds in inheritance tax. Now she can't afford to pay it, mm. 
So she can't sell it because she has to pay the tax. So the house is just going to be left there sitting when we have a housing shortage. It just doesn't make any sense to me. No, I t- and you t- see this all around the country, actually. Yeah. No, I take your point. Like it's you know it's. I think one of the things that really annoys people about this is that, and, and maybe this is the point you're making as well. Like. You know, Siobhan, if if you leave, we'll say your your house or the family home or some money or whatever to your children, it's money that you have worked for exactly. and it's the net income. Like there's tax actually exactly. already paid on that money. Exactly. And I mean, we're we're literally burdened with tax at the moment. Like the USC was supposed to be temporary. Which and it's still going. And I mean the the government are making billions on in extra money on tax. And now they want more. I, it, it just, they're completely out of touch. Okay. Completely oh. out of touch. I mean, the, even the guy before, the energy bills. I'm getting stressed about energy bills. I know, I know. It's going up to 50 cents almost for electricity, for kilowatts. And then we pay tax on top of that. I mean, I, I, where do they think we're getting the money from? It's an awful lot, isn't it, Siobhan, just at, at one time? It's like crazy. The... It's crazy. I mean, I'm going around turning off lights, telling my husband, no, you've already had three cups of tea, you can't put the kettle on again. Because, you know, it, it's just crazy. And then the gas is going up now as well, so I'm kind of eking that out. Yeah. I know, and then listening to Noel talking about no hot water, you know, for, for five years, um, it, like it's just different worlds uh, completely when you listen to some of some of the stories and even reading some of the texts in here today as well like this text says Mo- most children won't inherit a huge chunk of money most times it'll be the family home so the tax burden is so high they'll have to sell the family home just to pay the tax I mean where's the fairness in that this listener where is the incentive to work my husband's an employer works six days a week pays tax on everything he earns everything we buy for the home and even now savings in negative interest why should we work We've a big house. We've worked hard to have it, and now we can't leave the family home, or they'll have to sell it. And um, the kids will have to say, sell it to pay more tax and buy somewhere else and pay more tax on that purchase. Our children lost out while we work now, and they're going to lose out again when we die. That's the view of one texter here today on five three one zero six. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan, brought to you by Avant Money, weekdays at midday on News Talk.